Thessalonians 5, beginning verse 12, says this in the Word of God. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, and be patient toward all men. See that none render evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesyings, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Verse 22, abstain from all appearance of evil. Let us pray again. Heavenly Father, again, we thank you for your mercy and grace. Lord, thank you again uh, for that good singing, Lord. Uh, thank you for uh, the special. Lord, we thank you for our young people. And Lord, uh, how uh, they uh, use their talents for you. And I pray you just uh, bless our young people, continue to work mightily in their lives. Lord, we pray that every young person associated with this church would be saved at a young age. Lord, at a young age, would be filled with the knowledge of your will, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And Lord, at a young age, would purpose in their heart that by your grace, if you should tarry, that all the days of their life, their desire uh, would be towards you. So God, we ask you to break down strongholds in their life and build up a hedge, dear God, and just uh, bless them mightily. Lord, we thank you for uh, these uh, faithful uh, parents and uh, grandparents and help us all, dear God, uh, Lord, to encourage uh, the next generation to your honor and glory. Lord, again, we think of those that are sick among us. Lord, we think of uh, Sister Judy. Lord, we think about her meeting tomorrow. Lord, please uh, just uh, lord over that situation and work uh, uh, miracles, Lord, that you'd get uh, glory through that. Lord, uh, be with Sister Craft. Uh, Lord, help Ari where he is tonight and to help them to get that uh, uh, settled, to help his family. And uh, Lord, others that are upon our heart tonight, those that are here and those that are listening in, uh, dear God, we just yield ourselves to you. Now, God, again, guide us and teach us through your word that you'd get glory thereby. In Jesus' name, amen. And uh, as we look at this portion of Scripture, of course, Paul uh, finishing up this first book of uh, uh, Thessalonians, and uh, he just gives uh, several bullet points here, which you might call bullet points for believers or what I put down proper or proverbs on proper conduct, if you will. And, of course, you know, we want to be proper Christians. We want to raise our children properly. And I think just within these verses, you find some proper instruction, bullet points of proper instruction for the believer, and bullet points of proper instruction, if you will, uh, for our children, for our uh, young people. And, of course, uh, even as we look at uh, getting into what we call the holiday season and uh, uh, finishing up uh, this year, uh, you know, we want to have, uh, we want to have finish up this year uh, uh, properly and in a, in, a, in a good spirit, despite uh, everything that's uh, happened this year, amen, we can finish with a right spirit and shining bright for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so uh, I'm just going to go with that word uh, proper and uh, uh, go through these uh, uh, bullet points 
and uh, some things that help us and that uh, we can uh, pass on uh, to the young people and for those uh, that are here. First thing I want to notice is proper respect. Boy, that's one thing that you don't see much in this generation anymore is proper uh, respect for authority. Well, we know, hey, just because young people out there may not have it doesn't mean we can't teach it to our children to have proper respect, especially uh, for those uh, in the church. Notice what it says here again, verse 12, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you. Of course, talking about uh, leadership in the church, you know, the pastor, uh, uh, deacons, uh, even uh, uh, Sunday school uh, uh, teachers, but those that have uh, a leadership in the uh, spiritual area, and what? And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, right? Now, listen. Uh, you know, maybe the person themselves, hey, listen, uh, I, I know I'm nothing, hey, man, but the ministry is something, right? <laughs> I'm nothing, but the ministry is something. And the positions that God gives are worthy of honor and worthy of respect. So it's important that we teach our young people and that we understand to have proper respect for those in the church and to have proper respect uh, even for the church. Now, we know truly the church is the people, but this place has been sanctified and set aside, uh, a, a, as you will. And I know sometimes it's hard to get, a, get, a, uh, get onto the kids when they run around, especially I know my uh, grandkids uh, are the worst. I try to keep my control a little bit, but we need to teach uh, uh, people to have respect uh, for, the, for, the, for the men of God and the people of God and the place of God. You know, again, there's very little respect left in society, but we must do our best uh, to maintain in the home, amen, teach them respect. Uh, children have proper, need to have proper respect for their parents and to have proper respect in the church, amen, if, uh, if nowhere else. And, uh, boy, it, it, it's a blessing when you run into young people and they still say, yes, sir, uh, yes, ma'am, and, and show proper respect uh, to those in authority and to their elders. Hey, listen, even uh, uh, to the elders to teach our children uh, uh, proper uh, respect to them. So, boy, one thing we want to mark down, teach our uh, people and let us have uh, proper respect, proper respect, but of course, in the context here uh, uh, for, God's, uh, for God's men to have uh, a proper respect. Man, I, and nothing bothers me more when I walk in and do, do a church and, you know, and if I walk in and say, uh, you know, where, where, where's your pastor? Oh, Bob, hey, anybody know where Bob is? Oh, man, sorry, that, 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 drives, uh, me, uh, that drives me crazy. I've, I've never addressed uh, any one of my uh, uh, pastors or anything but other than pastor or preacher, pastor or uh, preacher. Even I talk to them today, I still say, hey, uh, they may not be my pastor, but I still say, uh, preacher, still show respect uh, to the men of God that I've had uh, uh, over me uh, in the ministry. I think that's, a, that's an important thing, an important thing. So here, uh, we're admonished to show proper respect uh, in uh, where it's uh, uh, in the house of God and to uh, God's people. And then it shows here, uh, next I say, have proper attitude and be at peace among yourselves. Hey, what's all the fuss, man? Uh, you know, uh, I tell people, if there's an issue, man, get over it and get on with it, right? Uh, I was talking to a, a friend of mine one time and, or, or some friends of mine that ran a church, and they were talking to me about some things going on and how they were doing to the pastor. I said, man, you need to tell them people to get over it and get on with it, amen? And when we have a little disputes, listen, uh, there's two things that are important in the work of God for us to hold on to anything between each other. 
Amen. We need to, if there's a, there's a dispute, we need to go to that person or we need to get with the pastor or whatever. And we need to make sure that we have peace among ourselves as the church. Be at peace among uh, yourselves. And uh, uh, some ways to do that, well, uh, we see here in verse 4, how can we have peace among ourselves? Well, one, verse 14 shows us to have proper interaction among ourselves, have proper interaction among others. Notice the words here, warn, comfort, support, patient. And even when you're warning somebody, hey, do it in the right spirit, speaking the truth in love, even if that truth is having to get on to somebody about something. Speak the truth in love. Do it in the right spirit. If you, can't, if you need to talk to somebody about something and you can't do it in the right spirit, then maybe you need to put it off uh, till another time. All right? As you're praying for that person, pray for you. Say, Lord, help me to do it in the right spirit. It says there, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them they're unruly. Hey, if people are acting up in the church, hey, uh, we need to talk to them. We need to do it. Say, hey, listen, uh, that's not the way we do things around here. Let's get that thing right. So warn Comfort, amen, comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak. Be patient toward all men. Boy, that's, the, that's, the, that's the, 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 the proper attitude to have towards people. When we got to deal with somebody, we want to deal with them, we want to warn them in the right way. Hey, we want to be there for one another. We want to be there to comfort one another. We want to be there to support one another. And in any interaction, we want to have patience and grace towards people. So we need to, Lord, help us to know how to warn, help, help us to know how to comfort, help us to know how to support. Lord, help us to have patience. So these, these verses show us, listen, we need to help people to straighten up. Amen. <laughs> we need to help people straighten up. Hey, straighten up, kid. Right. We need to help people to focus up. Right. Hey, listen, they're a little disoriented and need to help people to grow up. And dealing with, when dealing with people, we need to know, of course, when to hold back and show patience and grace. So this shows us be patient. When dealing here, it says, with the, uh, 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 the, the disorderly, right, the unruly, when we're dealing with the disorderly, Lord, help us to have uh, patience. When we're dealing with the feeble-minded, the, maybe the disoriented, if you will, or the discouraged, Lord, help us to come to them, and whether they need warning, whether they need comfort, whether they need support, Lord, help us to have the right attitude and the right spirit, amen, and, and do things the right way and to your glory. You know, another a good way to keep peace among us or each other is to find different ways, again, to interact with one another, right? The Bible teaches us as believers, as a church, we need to love one another, we need to host one another, and, right, we need to, again, be there for one another, a reminder of these verses, uh, as we're get, these are good verses for the holiday. Again, 1 Peter 4, 8 through 10 say, Above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. Boy, that's good. You know, the Bible talks about having fervent prayer for others. Hey, uh, you know it will help you have fervent prayer towards somebody? Have fervent love towards that person. Amen. I mean, hey, uh, you pray hard for your family, right? Because you love them. Well, hey, we want to we want to love one another, and we want to pray fervently for one another. Say, Lord, help me to help me to love people fervently, so I can pray uh, for them fervently. So have fervent charity among yourselves, right? And charity shall cover the multitude of sins. 
Well, that's a good thing to remember. You know, it talked about warning the unruly. Well, when you go to that person, amen, if you have proper love and you care about helping them in, in, in the right way, well, that'll help you, amen, uh, uh, look at things in the proper perspective. And use hospitality one to another uh, without grudging, right? Now, honey, you're inviting them over again? Oh, man. All right, all right. Hey, don't, 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 don't be that way. Don't be that way, right? Hospitality uh, with one another. Right? Uh, who are you going to invite over this during the holidays? Who are you going to invite over with the holidays? Verse 10 As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards the manifold grace of God. So, amen, love one another. Amen, be hospitable, invite one another, and uh, uh, um, learn to minister to one another. This holiday season, right? Maybe invite somebody to the house that you've never in invited. Uh, 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 before. Amen. Think about uh, uh, somebody that you can, you can invite over and be a blessing to. Always look for, for uh, uh, somebody to invite to church, invite to the house, and be a blessing to. Man, may the Lord help us to have proper interaction uh, with one another. That's a good way to build, uh, uh, to knit our hearts together in love and give us that proper love and help us to properly pray and be there for one another. When you care about people, uh, you're not afraid uh, to give them a proper warning when it's needed. When you care about people, you're not, a, uh, for, you're not hindered in giving them proper comfort and giving them proper support. You don't have prob a problem being patient with them. Boy, a lot of that flows about your love and true concern for people. For people, so good, uh, uh, good verses there. So not doing you need to have a proper attitude, but again, proper reaction. Verse fifteen: See that none render evil for evil unto any man. Boy, again, one of the hardest things to, to do as a Christian is to react properly in a situation. I say it all the time: What's harder than acting like a Christian? reacting like a Christian. Boy, and that, that's why it's important, man, to be, to, to be uh, spirit-controlled and word-controlled so you can properly uh, react in a situation. Now, I can't say I'm there yet, but uh, I know I need to, uh, to work on that, but may, may the Lord help us, right? Uh, a lot of times as Christians, we, we focus on, on actions, but uh, uh, I probably fail every day. That's why I need to pray it every day. But that is one of my, a part of my daily prayer for myself. Lord, help me to act right and react right. And boy, uh, I, I need to pray that every morning because uh, it's probably may, uh, maybe a, a big weakness in my life. Lord, I want to act right. And Lord, I want to re, uh, react right. But it says this, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. We want to treat everybody right. Listen, uh, we may not agree with everybody, right? We may not like what everybody is, but there's, there's rarely ever a reason, right, to, to disrespect somebody or mistreat any people, even, even people that we don't agree with. Nothing wrong with stating your case. Nothing wrong with being strong about uh, what you believe and be even bold about it, right? But we don't need to uh, uh, mistreat people uh, if we can help it. Again, uh, to try and show uh, respect and a proper spirit in the way we do things. So Lord, help me to have a proper uh, reaction uh, in, in situations, even though they may not be acting uh, the right way. Verse 16 Here's one. Rejoice evermore. Boy, this is a good one. Lord, help me to have a proper uh, disposition in things. 
Be a person of joy. Hey, listen, uh, 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 we, the people need to know that, hey, uh, listen, we, we sing that song, Glory, I'm Saved, you know, and uh, uh, we talk about that. People need to know that we're happy about being a Christian, amen, that we're excited about uh, who Jesus Christ is and, and what he's done in our life, right? We need to be people of joy. People need to see uh, 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 the joy. The, the, the happiest person at work, amen, uh, should be the Christian, uh, the happiest uh, uh, person in the neighborhood. One thing, listen, uh, one thing we can always wear, listen, it's always in style, it matches every outfit, and it's free, amen? What's that? A smile, amen? <laughs> A smile, right? It's always in style, it, it matches every outfit you wear, don't worry, L ladies, listen, you can always wear a smile, that always matches, amen, everything, right? Even matches your tie, doesn't matter what tie you're wearing today, man, your smile will match that tie, right? But hey, let's rejoice, let's people know that we're excited. I, 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 here, here's a nice verse, Matthew 2, 10, this is about the wise men, right? Uh, they, of course, they had to stop and see uh, Herod, and uh, that probably didn't put a smile on their face, <laughs> but when they left Herod, it says this, when they saw the star, I like this, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Amen. And listen, all they saw was the star that led them to Jesus. And it says they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Well, when is the last time anybody saw us, right, rejoice with exceeding great joy? I said, man, I tell you what, God is good and God's been good to me. And boy, I'm just so, I'm so glad to be a part of the family of God. I'm so glad that I'm saved. Amen. Hey, uh, uh, let, let, let's uh, put a little more pep in our step, a little more uh, I, 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 excitement. Amen. We should be that way uh, when, we, uh, when we come into church, when we greet each other. Amen. Let people know, hey, that you're glad to see, glad you made it uh, uh, back tonight. Go around and interact and greet with another. Show, uh, rejoice. Amen. Uh, don't be afraid uh, to show a little uh, excitement uh, in, in your Christian life. Amen. Have a right disposition. It says rejoice evermore. So let's be excited about the things of God. Well, that's a, a proper thing to do. And then verse 17, pray without ceasing. Amen. We want to have a proper connection. Amen? We want to have a proper connection in our prayer life. Now, don't let the phrase, a lot of times when we say, pray without ceasing, man, I'll never get any sleep, right? <laughs> no, hey, uh, listen, uh, don't let that phrase without ceasing scare you. Paul used it in, in other places. Romans 1.9 says, for God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. All right, I believe Paul is saying, hey, when I pray, your name is always right there, and I, I pray for you. Hey, your name is always at the tip of my tongue when I, uh, when, when I go to prayer, and I'm always uh, ready to prayer. Eh? I don't think he always went around on his knees, and whoever that guy's name, yeah, uh, Lord bless John, bless John, bless John. I told him I'd never, I prayed without seasons for him. Lord bless John, bless John, bless John. Hey, I'd like somebody to pray for me that way. Hey, we know that's not uh, what it's saying, amen? But hey, uh, uh, but you know, ha, ha, here, here sort of puts it in context, uh, in, in context here. Here's a verse that goes with it. Romans 12, 12 says, continuing instant in prayer. Continuing instant in prayer. I mean, you just, you just live in a, in, in, in a spirit of prayer. Of course, I, when I get up in the morning, I have a specific 
time of prayer. I get up in the morning and, and uh, I grab that good cup of coffee, right? Then I go and I sit in my chair and I, I, I read the Word of God. And then I, I, I have uh, uh, several people I pray for. And then I have, a, I have my American list. I have my missionary list that I pray on different days. Then I have some people uh, that, I, that I pray for every day. But you know what? Uh, I, 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 but I pray a lot throughout the day. I'm, I'm going along and somebody will come up on my heart. And man, I'm just, just right there. I go into prayer for that person. You know, I don't keep track of how much I, how much I pray throughout the day, but somebody calls, amen, I, 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 I'm, praying for, I'm praying for you right now. Somebody texts me, I'm praying for you right now. I always want to have that proper connection so I can be instant in prayer for somebody and just uh, uh, live in a, in, a, in a spirit of prayer. We should live a life that is always ready for prayer. Hey, when the phone rings, Right? And somebody says, can you pray for me? Say, can you call back in about 10 minutes? I need to get some things right myself. Amen. Shouldn't have to do that, right? Which is, hey, we're going to prayer right now. When the need arises, or just to keep in good communication with our Heavenly Father, right? Prayer is always uh, 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 there. You know, uh, again, I I mentioned uh, my friend, uh, Preacher Crab. I can't talk about prayer and not mention him. But how, when when you're with him, like right now, his mind mind goes in and out. But even when he doesn't know what's going on, boy, with you're there within a few minutes, all of a sudden he'll just start praying about somebody. I might have mentioned this before. I I wish I should have taken pictures of his apartment before they emptied it out. His wall. Because his eyes got bad. He's got macular uh, degeneration, right? But, it, 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 but, he, but his walls were just covered with uh, prayer cards of missionaries and the names of people that he prayed for. And he'd walk through his apartment and he would just ran, ran, run his hand up and down his walls. Uh, Lord, whoever this is, pray for him, pray for him. And he would, he would uh, uh, pray for him like that. I just think, I just think that's a, a blessed thing. Hey, there's nothing, you know, they talk about the wailing wall in Jerusalem. We ought to have a, there would be nothing wrong with having a wailing wall in our house where we just have, amen, people that we're praying, that we're praying for and live in that spirit of prayer. Lord, we want to make sure, help me to have a proper connection always, Lord, so I can pray without ceasing, ceasing and be instant in prayer if somebody should call up on me. Now think about this. Here's an exciting thing to remember. The fact that he said this, the fact that Paul said, pray without ceasing. Hey, that should be an exciting thought to us. Because you know what that means? The fact that there's an admonition to pray without ceasing, that should be a great encouragement. That shouldn't sound like a burden to us. Oh man, I always got to pray. That should be an encouragement to us. Do you know why? Because the fact that Paul could say, pray without ceasing, that it doesn't matter when you pray, that you can pray 24-7, that should be an encouragement to us and remind us to what? The heavenly doors are always open. (laughs) Hey, that's an exciting thing. Access is available and instantaneous. Glory to God. Hey, the fact that somebody can say to you, hey, do you know what? You can pray. Hey, listen, even though it may not necessarily mean literally pray 24-7, the fact that you could pray 24-7, that should be exciting to you that, hey, listen, God is always available, right? He neither slumbers nor sleeps. There's not a time that you can't get a hold of God. As a child of God, by faith, through the blood and name of Jesus Christ, there's not a time that you can't instantly walk before 
before the throne of God. There's not a time that you can't instantly walk into the Holy of Holies. There's not a time, amen, that you can't come and bring a request before God. Doesn't matter where you're at or what time it is, amen. You could pray and can pray without ceasing because without ceasing, amen, the doors open. Without ceasing, God is accessible. Without ceasing, amen, because of your position in Christ, amen, you have instant access uh, to prayer. So I mean, don't, don't make it sound like that's a burden. Might make it sound like that's an exciting thing to know that without ceasing, you have access to God. You have access to have your needs met. You have access, amen, to intercede on behalf of somebody that has asked you to pray for them. So let's keep that proper connection, that proper connection. Notice uh, uh, quickly verse 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now this is, to me, this is amazing. Here I put, have a proper appreciation. Verse 18. Notice this. Again, in everything give thanks. Now several of these are bullets points, but notice what he adds on here. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now this verse shows us how important Important, a thankful heart is to God. I think this verse shows us how important it is for a child of God to have a thankful heart continually because this is the only one where it states. Now he says, have proper respect, have a proper attitude, have a proper uh, disposition, amen, have a proper connection, but only here is this is the only one where he added on for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That shows you how important it is for children of God to have a thankful heart and appreciate, amen, uh, the goodness and the grace of God. This is, again, the only one where he states, this is the will of God. Though we are sure all these things are the will of God, this is the only place where he emphasized this is the will of God. Well, I just think that's an amazing thing. And when you study the Word of God, you see how important having a thankful spirit and a right spirit is. I remind you, when did things go downhill for the people? In Romans 1, when it says, neither were they thankful. Boom. They jumped off the cliff right there. Children, always be thankful. Always appreciate things people do for you. Always appreciate uh, the grace of God in your life. So listen, let me ask you this. Are you ready for Thanksgiving? Amen? Now, not Thanksgiving, not the holiday. Now, you thought I thought it meant the holiday because the holiday is coming up. But no, not to say, are you ready for Thanksgiving? I said, are you ready for Thanksgiving? giving. Amen. We should always live in a spirit as well, not of only prayer, but a spirit of thanksgiving, giving thanks to God for his blessings in our life. So one thing said, man, I want to know the will of God for my life. Well, you know, some things you don't have to pray about. The Bible clearly states some things that are the will of God. And one of those things are to be a thankful person, have a thankful heart, amen, and give thanks and blessing. Now, notice, I want you to notice something it says here. Don't miss this. Look at that verse again. Listen, look at uh, verse 18. What's the first word? In. Now, notice that. It says, in everything give thanks. It doesn't say, for everything give thanks. <laughs> Amen. 
And I think that's important to understand, right? Hey, listen, uh, uh, listen. I, I may not appreciate something going on in my life right now, right? It may be hard. It may be a burden. It may be difficult. But you know what? Even in that situation, you know what? I can lift my hands and praise him. I can lift my hands and give thanks, right? I mean, think about that. Think, think of maybe three things that maybe you think, so yeah, think that happened this year. You say, yeah, I can give thanks in that. Yeah, yeah, oh, that'd be easy to give thanks in. Now, think of some things that might be hard. Boy, I, I didn't like that this year, or I didn't like when that happened in my life. I didn't like uh, how that had that turned out, but yet it says in, in everything, give thanks. And listen, it doesn't say, so what, what else is that telling us? Don't wait to see how it turns out. Don't wait to see if it turns out in your favor, amen? Don't wait till everything turns out, turns out good. While it's going on, even while that difficult situation is going on, even while uh, you're waiting for that prayer to be answered, even while, they, while you're confused about things, hey, in that, amen, you can give thanks because you know, hey, listen, I don't understand what's going on, but Lord, I know that you care. I know that you're in control. I know that you hear, I know that you hear my prayer and uh, all these things. And so I can give thanks in this situation. So, Lord, help me always to have proper appreciation. Proper appreciation. Moving on quickly, verse 19. Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. Boy, I call this one having, having the proper flow. The proper flow of the spirit. Quench means this. To prevent the Holy Spirit. To prevent, it's when you're preventing the Holy Spirit from exerting his full influence in your life. When you're hindering the Holy Spirit from having full influence in your life. Sort of think of it, sort of think of it like this. When you're using, when you're using a, a water hose at full force, you know, I have this big long hose and, and my wife say, go, go water the garden or go water the flowers and I'll be pulling that thing out here and I have to water all of a sudden it cuts off and gets a kink in it, right? <laughs> the flow is quenched, amen? It's stopped. And I got to go back and say, man, where's that kink out? And figure out what went wrong so I can get the proper uh, flow going through uh, that hose. So think about that. Or also, you know, the thought of, uh, you know, quenching a fire. Because God's spirit, of course, should burn as a fire in our soul. So we need to uh, constantly keep ourselves updated and ask ourselves, can we think of anything in our life, even right now, is there anything in our life that might be cutting off or hindering the flow or holding back the fire from burning in our heart? Are you, are you daily, even, maybe not momentarily, that's good, but even daily, are you conscious of the Holy Spirit's work in your life? Are you conscious of the Holy Spirit uh, moving in your life and being there? We should live in that consciousness, amen, of being sensitive to the Holy Spirit working in our heart and directing and directing in our heart. Well, so we need to ask that. Do I, at this moment, do I have the proper flow, if you will, in my life? I know there's nothing in my life Amen. That would, would, would quench, amen, the fire of God burning in my heart or the, the flow of the Holy Spirit working in and through me. Well, that's an important question, question to ask because we are dependent on the power of the Holy Spirit in everything 
uh, that we do. Priscilla talking about a witnessing, right? We need to realize it being that, 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 that witness, right? That when that word of God goes forth, it would go forth, amen, and, and, and pierce a heart and prick a heart. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit to do that. Finally, verse 20, despise not prophesyings. Despise not prophesyings. And I call this having proper attentiveness, proper attentive. Now we know, now here's talking about prophesying. And of course, we know that prophesying is no longer, amen, uh, something that's done today, right? We know, uh, you know, we talk about prophets there and, and even in the New uh, 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 Testament, we know that prophesying is no longer means today. Why? Because we have the completed, we have the completed word of God. But this statement is still a good reminder of the importance and necessity to take heed to the preaching and teaching of God's word and to always have a right spirit and be sensitive towards God's word. Lord, help me to have a right spirit. Help me to be attentive to the word of God. Help me to have a sensitive heart towards the word of God. Help me to have a yielding spirit towards the word of God. Lord, help me to, to, to pay attention, amen, to what your word of word speaks to me. Verse 21, prove all things and hold fast that which is good. Boy, this is important to teach our, know in our own life, but also to teach to our young people. Prove all things, hold that which is good. I call this proper testing. Prove, amen. We need to learn to distinguish in our life what is important, what is important in our life. From time to time, it's important to evaluate things in your life, to make sure things are right, to make sure your priorities are in order. Teach. We need to teach this to our children and grandchildren, right? Teach them to have a, uh, uh, it says, to that which is good. We need to teach our children and our grandchildren to have a proper balance in uh, their life. Hey, you know, okay, you want to uh, watch a little TV, if you want to do a little, uh, uh, play the game a little bit. Hey, listen, we need to teach our kids, especially today, to have a proper balance in their life and to look for things. Hey, how, how is this thing helping me spiritually? How does this build character into my life? How does this build character into my life? How is this profitable uh, for my life? I need, to, I need to test this thing. I need to say, is it, is it, is it, is it hindering my walk with God? It's not that it's necessarily bad in itself, but, amen, am I letting it uh, hinder, amen, and keeping me from things that might be better and, and help me be a more effective witness and help me have a better relationship with the Lord and help me uh, further what God wants to do in my life. Lord, help me to have a proper balance in my life. Help me to put things to the test and make sure that I'm evaluating uh, the things and building what needs to be built in my life and removing what needs to be removed. Then finally, verse 22, abstain from all appearance of evil. Abstain. Notice it doesn't say abstain from all evil. We know that. It says appearance. Appearance. Boy, this is an important thing uh, uh, to teach our children. Well, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, well uh, you may not... You may not have, but how did, it, how did it appear to your friends that you want to have an influence on? This is having a proper testimony. How important it is to guard our testimony. Of course, we need to understand that, but one of the most important things we can teach our children after they get saved is the importance of having a proper testimonies because it's not always about actions, but also appearance. 
right? Now, of course, we know the Lord is coming, and we must not allow ourselves even to be placed in a situation where our testimony might be compromised even inadvertently. Well, the most important thing is our Christian testimony. We need to steer clear of evil. Steer, steer clear of evil. These verses are good to list, are a good list to go down and evaluate ourselves. Well, here's just a, just a good list, amen, uh, to pass on to your children or grandchildren and to go down ourselves, amen, and, and, and to help us evaluate and, and our conduct. And I just want to do a, a quick check. It's not that it's about checking off a list, but there's certainly not, nothing wrong with going down a list uh, just to do a self-evaluation, just to do a self-checkup. Well, how am I doing in the, the area of respect uh, towards the authority of my life? How am I doing in, 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 in warning those that need to be warned, in comforting those that need to be comforted, in supporting those that need to be supported? Hey, how, how is my patience level with people that I'm dealing with on a daily uh, basis. Amen. Uh, uh, listen, how, how, how's my disposition? Am I joyous? Do I have a good spirit? Do I have a joyful spirit? Do, do I have a proper prayer life? Right? Uh, do, do, am, I, am I thankful uh, for the things that people do for me? Am I thankful for the things that God does in my life? Hey, am I instant in prayer? Am I keeping that proper flow of the Holy Spirit working in my life? Am I evaluating my life to make sure that uh, my life is, is balanced to, uh, as a Christian? And boy, when I, uh, the things that, 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 that I do, amen, uh, not necessarily just what am I doing, but the things, uh, how do they appear to others? Well, we might not think that's bad, but how does it uh, appear to others? So listen, uh, we want to we wanna do things properly. We want to teach our kids to do things uh, properly. And boy, there's a, there's a good list to check up. And, you know, some of you teenagers, you're old enough to, to look at those things yourself and go down and say, man, uh, I see some areas uh, that I need to work on uh, in, in my life. And so uh, thank uh, God that he put those in there that, hey, not every verse is a long verse, but <laughs> those, those bullet points, amen, uh, let them be a challenge to us.